Good morning, sports fans. It's time for some college football across the NCAA. Folks, this is Garrison Talk Sports, live on Anchor. I'm Garrison Hardy, coming to you today with some of the NCAA's best games spread across the country. Uh, looking in first, I really like the matchup featuring Miami and Syracuse. Obviously, last week we saw Syracuse upset number two Clemson uh, in Syracuse. This week, a little bit of a different test for them as they travel down to Miami to take on the undefeated and number eight Miami Hurricanes. <clears throat> uh, unfortunately for Syracuse, Miami knows what's coming as they, uh, after practice last week, um, hung out and watched Syracuse take down Clemson. So they know what's headed their way. They know what's to expect. And Syracuse actually has, now it comes in with two of the nation's top three receivers and Steve Ishmael and Irvin Phillips with a combined 118 catches between them this season. And it's a homecoming game for Ishmael, who hails from North Miami Beach. So I think this game's going to be very interesting. There's some rain in the forecast later in the game. Um, but I but I think Miami has been tested in this kind of situation the last two weeks. They have been in games that have gone down to the wire with uh, Florida State uh, going down to the final seconds uh, before they were able to uh, come back and win the game. Um, and then the second game was Georgia Tech. Uh, Hurricanes quarterback Malik Rozier is 6-0 and in his career as a starter and said he was approached on campus this week by a thrilled upperclassman who wanted to show his appreciation by getting him some food. Uh, but given NCAA rules, uh, Rozier uh, didn't think that was a great idea. Um, but in any case, there's a lot of excitement on campus for the Miami Hurricanes. Uh, I look for Miami to come out on top in this one simply because they have been tested in the last two weeks. They know what to expect with Syracuse coming in to town. They're at home. Uh, I look for the Hurricanes to come out on top of this one uh, with a record of 6-0. and Hurricanes win 31-21. Uh, some other games around the country that I think uh, look interesting. Let's take a look here. Uh, I think Indiana and Michigan State is going to be an interesting matchup. Um, Michigan State, obviously, last week uh, takes took out Michigan at the big house. Um, and they looked pretty impressive doing it defensively. Offensively, that was probably one of the worst games I've seen in a while. Michigan could not get anything going. They have a lot of quarterback issues. Michigan State couldn't really get anything going either, and they wound out coming out on top 17-10. Um, let's see here. You can find any more info on this. Uh, Michigan State is 5-1 and one, uh, in this season, and Indiana comes in 3-3, three 0-3 and three, oh and three in the Big Ten, unfortunately for them. But that's the thing. Indiana has looked... Uh, pretty good this season. They've looked solid in a lot of their matchups. Uh, I remember openings, opening the season against Ohio State. That score did not reflect you know, how close the game was. Ohio State ended up winning by double digits, but Indiana was right there with them and very competitive throughout. Uh, so I look for Indiana to uh, give Michigan State some problems, uh, but 
that being said, I, I've got to go with Michigan State. Uh, were Indiana to win, that would be a rare back-to-back win over the Spartans. Uh, now, moving on, some other games of note. Uh, I think I like the OU-Kansas State matchup. Kansas State comes in with a record of 3-3, three and three, so they haven't had quite the season they would have hoped for. Uh, they lost a close one at Texas, um, whereas Oklahoma comes in, obviously, with the one loss to Iowa State. Uh, for, as far as the OU-Kansas State matchup, OU comes in ranked number nine. Uh, they still have a shot at that college football playoff. And for that reason alone, I got to go with the Sooners in this one. I look for Kansas State to give uh, Oklahoma trouble, uh, especially that it's in Manhattan, Kansas. A raucous environment is expected. And Coach Snyder always has his team ready to play. Um that's that's the really impressive thing about Kansas State is their location is extremely tough for them to get recruits in. Uh, as a Washington State fan, I, I think we're kind of similar in that regard. But um, Coach Snyder always has his teams well coached and well prepared, no matter the matchup. And you rarely see them get blown out. Whenever they lose, it's uh, by a one or two possession game, no matter the no matter the outcome. Um, that being said, I've got Oklahoma coming out on top, improving their record to 6-1, and one, and maybe improving their stock for a chance at uh, a playoff, playoff spot. Um, moving on, I've got LSU beating Mississippi today, number 24-ranked Tigers. Uh, they jumped back into the top 25 after taking down Auburn last week. Auburn, very unfortunate for them that they could not break that streak. I think the last time they beat LSU in Death Valley was 1999. Uh, so I look for LSU to continue their that run today, move them to six and two, move them up in the top 25. Uh, now, big game on ABC tonight, 7:30 Eastern Time, 4:30 uh, my time. Michigan versus Penn State. Um, Penn State number two uh, are well rested, uh, coming off of a bye. Uh, they're six and zero, three and zero in the Big Ten, and they're hosting, you know, number nineteen Michigan, who are five and one after <clears throat> after their loss to Michigan State. Um, it's going to be a whiteout environment. It's going to be a packed house. I believe one hundred and seven thousand plus are expected, um, which is extremely close to Michigan's uh, Michigan's big house uh, attendance records. Um, Shaquan Barkley is amazing. He looks, he really looks the part. Uh, he really looks the part, every part of a Heisman contender. And that's definitely what Michigan's going to key in on. Michigan has a stout defense, but their offense has not been able to pick up rhythm or been able to put up the points necessary uh, to really, for me at least, to consider them a contender for a playoff spot. They just don't look impressive on that side of the ball. And I think that's one thing in particular Coach Harbaugh is going to need to consider improving on would be at the quarterback position. Um, they, they, just don't, they just don't have the caliber of guy who can lead them to a playoff contention. Uh, they were close last year, but when it came down to it, they couldn't get it done because of the quarterback spot. They were, they were close at Ohio State. And they couldn't get it done. Uh, unfortunately for Michigan, they're going to need to score points today if they want a chance to be in this one. 
I think that they I think they will play it tough, but I look for Penn State to come out on top of this one, improve their or improve on their already impressive season. Uh, I've got the Nittany Lions winning this one 27 to 14 over the Wolverines. Uh, another game of interest or that, that I think is going to be one you'll want to take a look at is uh, USC Notre Dame. This is probably the game I'm most excited about today other than my Cougs playing Colorado. Um, we take a look at the preview here. The rivalry between USC and Notre Dame stands as one of the most hallowed in college football with a lineage that transcends individual season records. And that's very true. You know, when you think of big-time rivalries, you think Texas, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Michigan, right up there has got to be USC and Notre Dame. Um, they have a combined 22 national championships, 14 Heisman Trophy winners uh, between the programs, uh, and it just has the hardware to back it up. Um, but this is the first time that both teams enter Saturday's matchup ranked in the top 25 since 2009, and this has college football implications for both of them. Whoever wins this jumps right back into that conversation. Uh, so it's going to be a big game today in South Bend, Indiana. Now this is the 89th installment of the series, and it looks more befitting of its lofty history than recent editions. Last year's rain-soaked 45-27 USC win at Los Angeles Coliseum uh, ended with the future of Notre Dame football uncertain as head coach Brian Kelly fielded questions afterward about his status. Uh, last year, Coach Kelly was dealt a pretty tough hand because of the injuries he had on his roster. Um, but right now, looking at their roster, they're a healthy ball club, or club, excuse me, playing with a complete lineup, including quarterback Brandon Wimbush, whom Kelly said Tuesday was 100% coming out of a bye week. And Notre Dame since then has stormed to a 5-1 and record. It's only lost coming earlier in the season to a third-ranked Georgia team by one point. That was back on September 9th. The Fighting Irish have relied on a multifaceted run game, Paced by running back Josh Adams, 123 point, or excuse me, 129.3 rush yards per game, seventh in the country, supplemented by the dual threat playmaker Wimbush at 80.4 yards per game. Uh, combined with a defense that has allowed just one rushing touchdown, Notre Dame has already exceeded its 2016 win total. Talk of a change has given way to championship aspirations. Um, Last year, Notre Dame's defense was extremely young. This year, because of all that playing time those guys got, they're experienced, but they're still young. A lot of sophomores uh, and juniors on this club. Um, so I look for this to be an ex exceptional game in South Bend. Uh, I expect both teams to come out and play well. USC has gotten a little bit more healthy since they took their lone loss uh, earlier this season at the hands of Washington State. Uh, and I expect both teams to come out firing it on cylinders. That being said, I've got to go with Notre Dame. Notre Dame's one loss was at the hands of the number three ranked Georgia Bulldogs, who many think can take down Alabama this year in the SEC championship. And you look at that Georgia ball club, it's extremely impressive. And the fact that Notre Dame was right there at the end with a chance to win shows me at least how talented of a ball club they are. I've got Notre Dame coming out on top in a close one uh, by a score of 28 to 24 over the USC Trojans. 
now moving on. Um, see, I've got Alabama absolutely dominating Tennessee today. Tennessee is just in free fall right now, really unable to catch any rhythm. Um, last game, I think they were destroyed by Florida. Um, so I, Butch Jones is really on the hot seat right now. A lot of Tennessee fans that I've talked to both at school um, and back back from where back home North Carolina um, have Butch Jones you know being fired so uh, tough situation for Tennessee um, especially going into Tuscaloosa Alabama where Alabama has just looked like a class of its own this whole season um, look for the tide to come out with a big W today uh, Oklahoma State Texas I have Oklahoma State coming out Actually, you know what? Back, let's backtrack that. Oklahoma State's defense has been terrible this season. Uh, look for this to be a shootout, but you know what? I'm going to go with my gut here. I'm going to stay with Oklahoma State taking the win over Texas and improving to 6-1. and one. Uh, I still don't like them for playoff aspirations because they have to play Oklahoma and TCU, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but nonetheless, very impressive season for the Cowboys. And last but not least, I got to throw my team in here, Washington State taking on Colorado. Obviously, Washington State <clears throat> last week had an embarrassing loss at the hands of the Cal Golden Bears in Berkeley, uh, which has dropped them to number 15 and has basically eliminated them from playoff talks, period. If the Cougs went out, who knows? Maybe they'll, maybe they'll be back in the conversation, especially with wins over Washington and the Pac-12 championship, but... They've got a long way to go. Um, that being said, starting this week with a win at against the Buffaloes of Colorado uh, would do nicely. Uh, things to note, Tavares Martin Jr. for Wazoo has been uh, suspended for the game for violation of team rules. Still, uh, homecoming weekend here in the Palouse. I've got the Cougs coming out on top pretty handily, 37-13 to over the Buffaloes.